you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. On the next episode of the DDFP, <laughs> Hank talks about his issues. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, and happy Father's Day, belatedly, to all the fathers out there. We're going to dig in on the psyche of the aforementioned uh, handsome Hank there. Happy Father's Day to him and to the guy seated to handsome's immediate left here in Studio 66, Willie McGinnis. You know him, star of USC and the Cleveland Browns, soon to have his digital jersey hanging in the, uh, in the wall. I was about to say it. I mean, what? I walked in, I looked around. I'm just saying. All right, we're, we're working on it. What do, MVP, to, what do you need? Well, MVP's a little lazy. little wow. lazy. Well, I don't know. What ha- what's happening with that? MVP? It's in the works. It's on MVP. It's huh? in the works. Our graphics right. team is on it. That's it's on what her. you do. That's what you it's do. It, it is on me. Pass the butt. I'm not going to own that. I'm passing it off. Sure, show. Your name's on it. Yeah, I know. That's true. And that's why this is embarrassing for me, MVP. You see? <laughs> yeah. Every action has a reaction, or your lack of action has embarrassed me in front of uh, number 55 oh. and uh, and the lefty from uh, from the U.K. there who, uh, who is probably apathetic about the World Cup. Happy uh, Father's Day to you both. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. How, uh, Willie, did you celebrate? A relaxing day. I, uh, my daughters had volleyball scrimmages, and then we had a big barbecue at the uh, – facility afterwards and then uh, we took in a movie a i hear that later what'd you see uh the incredibles aha uh-huh. handsome what did you do with the weekend also went to see the incredibles number two patrick great. we all saw incredibles part let's two. review it let's let, that's what people want, i do want to review is it. our reviews willie i movie. i understand through the grapevine uh your daughters are really good at volleyball they're huh? pretty good I'm hum- we're, 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 we're a work in progress. Have you ever played volleyball? But, or had you played before they Playing started? Playing around. Somebody told me I played in high school a couple of plays, but I don't even remember. So that, <laughs> that tells you how good I was, right? Yeah, well, I mean, no, it's, uh, that's awesome that, uh, <laughs> that, that they're uh, picking up where you left off. In something. The world of- they got to do something. In, in the world of sports. They got to do something. Wow. Sports, I hope, I hope my kids don't pick up where I left off in the world of sports <laughs> and, and exceed me. In fact, they're already well on their way to doing that. Uh, handsome, go ahead. What uh, Give a letter grade to, uh, to The Incredibles Part 2. I'm going to give it an A. An I a. thought it was great. Really? I thought it was fantastic. I mean, uh, The Incredibles number one is probably my favorite animated my, movie. Mine too. And just maybe just a smidge behind The Jungle Book. I can't um, give it a grade. What do you mean? Because I took my daughters and their friends to see it, <laughs> and I went into another movie Ooh. that went on at the same time. <laughs> what did you see? I saw Superfly. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give that a grade. Because I got other, I, I gave it an A. I mean, it, it was like they tried to, you know, it was a rendition of the 1970s, and they brought it. It, it was modern, some of the right. same things, just a little, a little tweaks. But I, I thought it was good. 
I did you think- sneak out? Did you like no, did you tell them you no. were going to It was be- five girls. Right. My daughters and five girls from right. the volleyball. So Okay, they, so you they were fine. The four teens. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to be, you know, so we bought tickets, we got popcorn, all that stuff, and I bought a, a ticket as well. And the movie theaters started at the same time, and they ended at the same time. So That's a perfect. great move. That We can look forward to that. Yeah, Arthur yeah, that's Too Little yep. still handsome to, yeah. to abandon in a movie. Well, my smaller daughter, I have to go see Incredibles with her, so that's why I kind of ah, okay. see it. I don't want to see it twice. It's yeah. just all about you being a good father. That's all. That's what it's all about. That's nice. That's nice. Willie, just before we got going, said, hey, what are we talking about today? What's on the agenda? What do you think this is? Some fancy network show, <laughs> Willie? We don't plan anything. Plan, plan something. My other the um, activity yesterday on Father's Day, I went to the beach after the movie was over. And, like, you know how you, if you go to the beach, you have to carry all that stuff with you, all the kids' stuff, whatever. I got there, and I sit down, and I unpack everything, and then my son wants to play catch with a football with me. Next next family down, T.O. and his family no way. on the beach. Oh, really? Yeah, so I, 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 you know, I was on the beach throwing the Which ball. Which beach? Throwing the Manhattan Beach. Oh, Manhattan Beach. I was, I was on the beach throwing the ball around. Tio's there, and I'm like, I'm putting my t-shirt back on. <laughs> Tio still looks like he could go now. Did he grab now. the ball? Did he, he didn't grab the ball. He didn't demand the football from me. He wasn't. He didn't pout because I didn't throw it his way. But he did make me put my t-shirt back on. Because no. he he looks a little bit too. You know what? See, situation. this is what happens on the DDFP, Willie. Things just come out of just nowhere, happened. and then we can address them. Good story. I do want to tell you one thing. Uh, make sure you check out. I also spent part of my Father's Day weekend uh, recording a new Daves of Thunder. Make sure you mm. check that out on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Podcast One with David Feeney. We went out there for an emergency Father's Day episode. But uh, So dig that one up. And we also, last week, we went out to Rams camp, and we kibitzed with Aqib Tlaib, Johnny Hecker, my favorite punter in the world, wow. and uh, and the Brandon Cooks. Mm. Interesting thing, Willie. He what, what what do you think his answer is to this question? I said, "Do you cook?" His answer was no. Do you think that's weird? If your last no. name is Cooks, don't you need to learn how to cook? You can cook somebody on the football field. Mm-hmm. That's what his answer should have been. Yeah. He said, "I do my If he would have said, "I do my cooking on the gridiron," I would have said, oh, "Not in the kitchen." I would have said, yeah. "All right, that's on, a great answer, gridiron. Brandon." Yeah. But no, he didn't say that. If you remember one time He's we a had a good guy, he's a humble guy. What <laughs> boy, people sent me after I posted that. I kind of forgot the play where he gets lost on the field. He gets lost. He catches that ball Bowl. at the Super Bowl. And he and he turned around one too many times and didn't know where he the was. The guy that he shook earlier, he ran right Led back him into up. him. He yeah. ran right back into him. The question I wanted to ask him, and now I'll ask it to you two, is in handsome, frankly, your opinion means a little less in this one. But That's fine. Let's go with it anyway. I was told just before I asked it, don't ask him too much about the Patriots. He doesn't want to relive that stuff. So I I avoided it. Yeah, yeah. But my question was, if Malcolm Butler Butler had been on the field, do you have a ring on your finger from uh, from the 2017 season? Do you think he would have – do you think he would? No. You don't think they win that game even if Malcolm Butler plays? See, now Willie McGinnis, his opinion means a whisker more here. No. No, they still lose that game. I don't think he was prepared. I don't think he was ready to play. That's the reason why he didn't. Yeah, play. there was a reason he wasn't there. But even that's we, the I don't think one play. guy. And I'm not, not going to take away what well, one guy can make a difference because they were attacking that, that one spot. Guy. They were attacking that spot all game long in the slot. All he'd have to um, do is make one play over the course of the game. Well, what I'm going to say is I don't want to take away from what the Eagles did. Like their entire game, defensively, what they did. Um, they just didn't throw the ball. They also ran the ball effectively. I think Blunt had a couple of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 
I'm not going to take away because of one player, but I would say he probably would have changed things if he was prepared and ready to play. He probably would have changed things, and it would have. But I still think that just the story and everything that went on with the Eagles and how they played the game, they they were going to win that game. Hmm. Well, that's noble of you. Any further insights uh, on what happened there, all the fallout? Uh, I want to ask you the next thing is about Tom Brady and uh, his interesting offseason as well. Which part? Well, about the I Malcolm Butler the thing. You, I, you, you must – well, no, I want to, first I want to hear about Mal- Malcolm Butler. Since that Super Bowl, I, we've kibitzed, I think, once. Right. Any any further nah, I update just think, on that? I just think, you know, you you missed the plane. You got to practice a certain way in Bill's system so he knows you're prepared to play. And didn't have a good week of practice. Hmm. Well, a few days because he wasn't there the entire week. Didn't have a good week of practice. But when you say sorry, Willie, when you say he missed the plane, it was because he was he was sick, right? I guess that's what they said. He was sick. So I'm only going you off. Guess of what, that's what, what, what he. Okay. I wasn't there, so yeah, they yeah. said he was sick. He missed the plane. Then when he came in and did practice, uh, it wasn't the best practices. Maybe right. he was seeing Superfly. Right. No, I wasn't there. It, it, wasn't, it was in production. It wasn't out yet. You know. You're right. And that doesn't hold didn't up. practice well. Yep. And then before the game, you know, Bill gets a feel for guys, uh-huh. and just felt like he wasn't ready to go out and perform at a high level. So he went with somebody who had been there all week ready to go. And, you know, as a coach, there's tough, there are tough decisions you have to make. And unfortunately, you know, it was that, it was that decision for Malcolm. But he landed on his feet pretty good. Yeah, he did. But <laughs> one more thing about it. Does Tom Brady – I don't expect you to know to get inside uh, 40-year-old Tom Brady's head and know what he's thinking, but do you suspect that Tom Brady blames Bill Belichick for that Super Bowl loss because he didn't have Butler out there? No, I think Tom concentrates and focuses on what his assignment and what he has to do. And, you know, Matt Patricia and Bill and everybody on the defensive side, Brian Flowers, who is now, in theory, the defensive coordinator, those guys focus on – the defense, and I, I think when you're playing in a game like that, you can't, especially at the quarterback position, you can't be sitting over there looking at what, who's in the rotation or what's going on because his play uh, will probably determine like it has for so many years if the team is actually going to win, you know, or have a chance to win. So he's got to be honed in on the offensive side of the All game. right, so let's turn the page here as we transition from that Super Bowl loss into 2018. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Tom Brady, what, the way he's comporting himself? He misses, you know, to me, I don't care about the minicamp thing at all. Is it how, how – It was that minicamp. It was OTAs he was. I mean the OTA, yeah. okay. But he missed the first day. Of what, OTAs? Yeah. He missed more than the first day. All right. Well, so is that an issue or no? Not at all. I don't want my stars doing any of that stuff. Well, no. It, it, I mean, and it's different now. You're not hitting. You don't have on pads. You could barely run in those things because of the CBA. Um, and it's monitored. It's filmed. Uh, you see teams get hit with the fines when they try to go above and beyond. And I think he's at a place where he understands what he – I'm pretty sure he knows what to do. What with to his, do, right. To get himself ready, especially for OTA. And being there for the younger guys, it's a thrill to see Tom Brady there and all those guys. But, you know, he's on vacation. He's doing things with his family. But one thing about him, he's never not training. I don't care where he is. He's going on vacation. The workout crew is going. Like, he's going to get a workout in. I So so if, if I'm gleaning uh, correctly what you're saying, yeah, I mean, it, 
it's neat. And by the way, I love that uh, the human element that if you're a 21 year old guy who's undrafted or whatever, like there's there he is. It's Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, I always say that the other guy. Gronk, I, Gronk walks in the building. Why well, we say of that course. about? I always say that to to other guys in the league, and I say you you never have a moment on game day where you look across the side like you did oh my as God, a rookie. It's Bill Belichick, yeah. there's Brady. Oh no, we have no chance in this game. When you're young, when you come in and you see those guys that's been you know making great plays forever and winning Super Bowls and coaches that are going in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, regardless of the players across the league, Antonio Brown. Just think of a young DB get to line up against Antonio Brown. He's been watching him for so many years. It's his dream. Who was the one for you? you? Know? Who was the? Well, there the, was a lot of guys. I mean, Lawrence Taylor was coming out. Uh-huh. Andre Tippett was on my team coming, you know, coming out. Um, I played against Drew Bledsoe. He was at Washington State. Um, I mean, I played against Aikman. I played against Kelly. I played against Marino. I played was, against was Marino Montana. Was Marino your first sack? I don't know. I th- no, I think it was somebody with the Saints. I think okay. it was uh, – who was the quarterback at the time? Bobby Abair? Bobby Abair? No, not that far. Back. Jim Everett? Everett. Mm-hmm. Jim Everett was your first ever I sack. I think so. How about In that? In a preseason, I think so. That's awesome. Um, okay, so uh, so what else, Handsome? That was a good question. If you want to ask Willie something else, no, that you were you were on it. You were going. I just thought I'd throw that one in there. <laughs> do you guys do you want uh, do you want me to uh, take a sharp right turn here? And I'm ready to. No, make I a want big to talk more about Tom Brady because you okay, have a question that you want you wanted to ask. Yeah. Okay. What is go? Why is Tom going on Oprah? Yeah. Really. I think he's big enough to go on Oprah. Um, of course. And Tom did. Tom versus time, one thing on Facebook that nobody's ever seen him inside his life mm-hmm. and what he does to train you guys to see. I watched it. It was great. It was great, right? Did they publish that last I'm, – I'm not kidding because I, I watched them all on the road like during Super Bowl. Right. Week, and then they, they kind of held off on the last one because it didn't, they want to didn't be like turn out like it was right. supposed to. Right. But did it, they ever publish that his uh, Super Bowl? Week? I would have to go back and check. I don't think um, they did. But Which, mm. if you've ever wanted to look inside – and understand you may not like the guy, but you damn sure respect him. Oh no, I I I, I mean I yeah even more. Like it's like it's crazy. So I think he's 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 understanding the position he's in now. I think he's enjoying things a little bit more than he has in the past. And if you get an opportunity to sit down with Oprah, I think most people would take that opportunity and not say no. Um, and he was candid. You know, he was honest and. I would have went on Oprah if she, she invited me. <laughs> I'll make some calls. I, I, I can't promise you anything. I know I'm done and all, but, you know, I would if I got the invite, heck yeah. It's a different audience. You know, it takes them to a, a different – it puts them in a different lane. Mm-hmm. Oh, imagine Willie McGinnis walking out onto the stage. They'd love oh, They'd be like, okay, what is he here for? <laughs> By <laughs> the way, Willie. What did, what did he do? We don't see enough in the off season, and it's one of our uh, greatest pleasures when you visit Studio 66. Here's a random question for you as we – you know, the the uh, college kids I think will be in camp before the pros are even. Why what, – what do you think of USC right now? I always think to me I, – and I know you're too – I know you don't want to denigrate anybody, but to me – if there are certain teams, remember when um, what was his name? Dave Campo. No offense to Dave Campo, but remember when he was the head coach of the Dallas Cow- <laughs> the head coach it. of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's what he got. You didn't believe it. It was just weird. Like, <laughs> it was weird. Certain, You're right. There are certain franchises in sports that should have. I mean, they just have to be somebody like. You, know, you didn't believe Tom Sula when he was the head coach of the 49ers? <laughs> that's, that's a good example, yes. Well, I'm saying. It's man. weird when, when certain guys are coaches of, of teams. Well, 
I feel like is Clay Helton is he big enough to carry that gig? Um, I would love to you know, see you. Of, I'd love to see Willie McGinnis. There, there's get a lot. There's a lot of different opinions about Clay. What I will say is, he loves the university. He's very passionate uh, about the young men that that come. Uh, and I know the goal is not just to you know have a winning season, but it's to be in the playoffs and, and, and compete for national championships. And that is the message. Um, and you know that's our that's our head coach right now. I I don't ever disrespect. I don't go against the grain. I'm not one of those guys making those decisions. Um, he welcomes all the alumni back, all the guys that played there. He wants you around. He wants your opinion. He will reach out if he has questions about certain things and how you feel about it. Hmm. You know, I, I respect him a lot. He reached out to me about my jersey, about giving it out. Um, well, Junior Sales jersey. That's a great move. That was, that was passed That 55 down. is one yeah. of those it's iconic college football right. numbers to wear and, that you know, cardinal and gold. So there's a lot deal. of things that go on outside of just winning football games. You know, you're, you're always family at SC. It's not, I love, I love to hear that. Cause I think it's know. a, it's a mistake on you're, you're cutting your nose to spite your face. If you try and turn the page from that, you need to embrace the, the past, especially if it's right. USC. But, um, you know, to me, I just feel like I've said this to you before too. I'm not just trying to curry favor with you. It doesn't have to be you, but given your background, long beach legend goes on, you know, you, you, you come up in your teen years. Imagine you, in this region, recruiting, who would say no to Willie McGinnis? If you're like, I want you to, I want you to be a Trojan. What do you think about that? Who's gonna? Nope, <laughs> nope. I want, I want to go up to Wazoo. I want to go live up in uh, Pullman instead. Sorry, you, Willie. You know, I do a lot of one-on-one training and coaching and things of that sort. And I think the the situation was kind of there years back. And I, I don't, I don't know if I visited. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know what happened. Um, it would be interesting if I was offered a position. Think about that. Because and I don't know real, about head coach, but, you know, linebacker or somewhere on the defensive side of the ball, um, I'm very passionate about it. And I think you do need guys that played there to understand the tradition and the history uh, that believes that Cardinal and Gold and understand uh, what these players, you know, what these players, where they're at. It's not it, – it, it's a little bigger than football. Because people That's what I'm saying. Yeah, in the twenty first century at SC, now, even different. more yeah, it's different. To so, be able to talk to an eighteen year old and tell him what's in store for him. Right. And all yeah, that. and the kids are different now. You know, so a lot of things you could bring out the history and talk about it. Uh, but you gotta be in tune with the high school kids now mm-hmm. and the youth to understand how they think, how they communicate, how to um, deliver information to get them to digest it better. You know, it's it's not the same as before. So Think about this. This is my one of my greatest ideas, Handsome. What do you think about this? Willie McGinnis makes sense. He is from the region. He came up around these parts. He can talk to them about the experience of being a SoCal football player a few years removed. You have teenagers, so you can relate to teenagers. You learn from Belichick and Cronell and all the rest of the fellas up there. This story is airtight. You, you don't want me around here anymore? <laughs> this is Dave's way of getting you off campus. <laughs> you He's always been jealous you of you. You really. don't want me here anymore? <laughs> Come, we'll you is, don't want the Pittsburgh, the Patriot rivalry to go away? I mean, I want all. I want everyone associated with the 21st century <laughs> Patriots to scram already. I've had it already. You say you it. want me out of here, man. Get out of here. Well, you're all right. It's showing <laughs> off at some point. <laughs> enough, Brady. Beat it. Um, do you think the 2018 Patriots are better than the 2017 Patriots or vice versa? 
Wow. You're talking about a team that went to the Super Bowl, and I know they yeah, but that wasn't great all the way around. This wasn't a vintage. Of, I, I know that's uh, – I mean, what's vintage? I, I don't want to be vintage well, if I don't get to the Super Bowl. Well, they're victims of their own success. They won you it, knew they based won on it, the other teams. They won a Super Bowl, right? You know, not yeah. this year, a year mm-hmm. ago. Okay. So, I don't know. Here you come know, the Steelers. Here come the Dolphins. Of course. Everybody's got everybody's getting better. And that's – you know what? I think everybody got caught up in the offseason of the Patriots, of all the yep. acquisitions and all the, all the players that came over, Dwayne Allen and, and Cooks and all these different guys. And they're like, oh, there's no way they're losing the Super Bowl. You know, the expectations were high. And they got – they did. They got to the Super Bowl. Wasn't pretty. Um but we'll have to see. No, you know? don't we'll have to see. Well, yet. I got to look. I'm still going through the roster. You know, I still want to see some of the moves. I know some of the guys they brought over and, and what they're doing, but there was a lot of turnover the offseason. I know. And a the other, lot by of the turnover. Way, yeah, the best uh, – you, you lose your best offensive line. Yeah. And by the way, the other thing Malcolm is – Malcolm Butler, one of your best defensive players you mm-hmm. keep throwing up. I don't keep throwing any – I mean, that was a, that was a story. No, I I'm allowed to, I'm not going to bring it up. Saying. That was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, your best or second at worst, your the, your hero from two years uh, prior doesn't play. Of course, that's a story. Things happen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know what else happened? Jimmy Garoppolo got traded. And all we're talking about is Ben Roethlisberger doesn't want to coach. Uh, he doesn't want to take on Mason Rudolph. Who did more damage to his team? Ben Roethlisberger by saying, I don't know if I want this kid behind me. And, of course, he's a competitive uh, – No big deal, right? It's, right. It, it's but I didn't say look no at, big deal. At, I just said a lot of uh, – yes, superstar QBs do not want to be reminded why? of their own He had mortality. five guys drafted before. Since he's been there, he's had five quarterbacks drafted. Because you know as well as he Five. Does. This is – the because Josh Dobbs – Why is it a problem now? Because Josh Dobbs it, in the fifth round is not a, a threat to him. Who else Landry the, Jones in whatever round he – I know, but I'm just saying. This is a second round guy. There was guy never a who, comment before. Never, ever a comment before. Why? Because just like Tom Brady, as, as you can start to see the finish line of your own career, you don't need to be reminded. Like, why is this uh, handsome devil Garoppolo sitting back Well, the, the I want only him out, reason, coach. The only reason why the finish line is reminded is because every offseason – Ben says, says maybe, it, maybe, maybe I don't know. Time. Yeah, maybe I should spend more time. Actually, with my you know, family. I'm going to do it. I'm going to come back again. And, and, and you know, I need some time to think this out. Don't I don't want right. to rush into a decision. I'm going to walk away from football for a while. But this offseason, oh no, I think I'm going to go in I and agree. I'm going to go five, three, three, five, four, more, five years. more years. Why no, not? not three? Let's take it up to five more years. <laughs> I'm feeling so energized by this team and what we're going to do, and I'm just so excited. Wait, why you drafted someone? See, this is what everybody loves to do, the no, poor seven. it's the everybody truth. Loves- I agree, but I said they should take a QB. I was, Nobody I was, was talking retirement I until, taking- until he brings it up. If they would have drafted Lamar Jackson, I would have said terrific. That would have been great with me. If Why? Because he, he won't. You know, he's not ready to play or something. <laughs> I, he's no. going to play this year. In, he's going to play this year. In, Can I tell you something? What do you think about that? That's something. I said that. Oh, and, and by the way. Handsome Hank, Matt Money Smith, and I have a have a little uh, wager with our fingers. We're not do- doing money. We're doing f- our own Push fingers. Ups. No, no. <laughs> I contend. Ooh. I said during the end of the season, by the end of last season, I said by the start of 2018, there will be 10 new starting quarterbacks mm. in the league, and now we're right there around eight, pretty much guaranteed. We're not going to get to 10. Lamar Jackson He's might not going to the- start day one. Do you he think Lamar play, Jackson he's not has a start. chance of winning the gig? I think he will play. Um, it just depends on his performance. 
I think they could. I think, you know, people I said that about Deshaun Watson. Oh, he's not going to start right. right away. We're going to take our time. He didn't. Yeah, but when he did, it's like <laughs> that was MVP. off time. We'd... He could have been the MVP. Yep. If you're the if you're the Ravens, what's the old cliche about uh, what defines insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. All right. Yes, you can point to the glorious run he had six years ago, Joe Flacco, for that month. But outside of that, it it obscures the other nine years and uh, and eleven months. He's not he's not a consistent winner in the NFL. Yep. If you're if you're the Ravens, to what end? You know the Steelers are 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 a stronger team as constituted for 2018. Shake it up, go Jackson, and see if you can pawn. Here's the issue with Flacco, though. I trade him to Jacksonville. Except, are we even why sure that Joe Flacco's better than right, Blake Bortles? Yeah, at this they point? You got to let him go first. Yeah. I, I, you you got to you got to see what you have in the young kid, and I think there'll be some packages. I'm almost sure there'll be some packages where you'll see both of these guys on the field at the same time. There'll be packages where you'll see Jackson on the field, some type of read option, because he can't throw it from the pocket. He's just not a runner. So let's let everybody understand that. He's just not a runner, but he's a dangerous runner. So you definitely have to game plan and change your defense. You have to change the way you rush him. Because if you open up a running lane, he's gone. He's gone for 60. He's out of there. And not many guys are going to catch him. So knowing that from a defensive perspective that – you have that guy, you have to take time out of practice to prepare for it. And they're going to use him. Mm-hmm. It would be silly not to. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I also am happy about is that Kyle Shanahan supports me. And Kyle Shanahan knows a thing or two about uh, X's and O's, like Damashek. <laughs> I said forever ago, <laughs> the, the read option, the spread, whatever you want to call it, the spread option, that is not uh, the only the, – the problem with it. They had a lot of success, his uh, RGT's right. Rookie, right. rookie year with that. Right. Well, and Russell Wilson in limited rookie exposure with that. The re- Offensive rookie of the year. What, what I've always said about that and remains true, I was pressured about that. I said that offense continues to be unstoppable. The only uh, thing you have to worry about is how much appetite do you have to put your QB? Uh, are you going to continue to expose him to the lick? Well, now it's the RPO. Attack? It's the same thing, right? But now it's the RPO. Everybody's this brand new thing. But like it came out of nowhere. Right. So now you got a run pass option. And if you got a mobile quarterback, he could go, hit the back door out of you or he could be part of the run game. Cam Newton's been doing it. Right. And because he's a different, his his physique is different. That's why he's, he's had surgery. He's coming it. off his shoulder. Right. He's had a few surgeries now. Like he's he's been banged up. Andrew Luck can do it. He's banged up. Surgeries, right? You look at Wentz. He can do it. Coming off these surgeries. I don't know though. I don't know if they're going to run him around. That's my anymore. point. So now you got to understand how much can you do it. There's not a lot of guys like Russell Wilson. A lot of times he runs because he has to. He has a terrible mm-hmm. offense. He's had in the past a terrible offensive line. He's never had a chance to really set his feet. When he does, the ball is going down. It's a beautiful throw down the field. Mm-hmm. He runs for his life, but he makes good decisions. He runs out of bounds. He gets down and slide. He throws the ball away. He doesn't take many hits. So he survived for the most part. But some of these other guys, they fight for yardage. They're fighting it out, and it turns into injuries. Mm-hmm. And it's not good. So when you got a guy that's smaller than all the guys we name, even RG3 and Lamar Jackson, you got to be smart and how you use them because you don't want them to get injured. 
Russell Wilson and Colin Kaepernick, the thing that distinguishes them from from everybody else who likes to run around with the ball from the quarterback spot is uh, that they uh, that they have an instinct of when to get down. We've right. talked about this a lot. It is a weird thing that the highest of high-end athletes on the face of the earth lack that spatial sense, some of them. Mike Vick, for all of his physical attributes, never could gauge like, oh, that, I better get down because that guy's going to hit me. No, no, I got one more step before no, I have but, to get but, down. Listen, in college – in college, Lamar Jackson rushed for more yards than Saquon Barkley. Hmm. Did you know that? Yep, I didn't know. Right, that. so these guys, in their minds, they've been so dominant at what they've been doing for so long. Hard to say no. It's hard to say no. Why would they change? Mm-hmm. And then they come to the to the upper echelon, the, 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 this new level, and you got linemen almost running your speed. And it's a little different when you get hit and all that weight, and you got guys running you down. See, it's different. So in their mind, since they were in grade school, they've been doing this. They've been dominating with their feet, you know, and they've been been able to outrun and outmaneuver people. Then you get in the league, and hey, you can't out, you can't do that anymore. So you would advise even the Ravens don't run around Lamar Jackson. No, too I would much think I would think when you know you do it on a limited basis, you put in packages for that, but you do want to develop him from the pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a guy that can run around a lot, but he can't throw it from the pocket, at the end of the day, you got to be able to sit in the pocket and throw it from why the pocket. Ba- why is that a thing? You know, that's always been true. I've got to be able to, to turn this guy into a pocket passer. I don't, I'm not well, saying not a pocket passer. One. There you go. Right. What's that? Like they did with Colin Kaepernick. Remember when he first came in the league? I think it was against the Jets. The Niners played him. They announced that he was starting kind of late in a week. I think it was a Monday night game, and Kaepernick came in and, uh-huh. and ran, ran all over them and threw it all over them. And then you saw as he went along, they were like, let's try and keep him in the pocket. Because for exactly the reason you you're saying. At some point, you've got I'm to not to saying that you don't throw it. I'm saying, but why do you, why, it, to me, Rodgers, Wilson, Roethlisberger, these you just guys. Just name two of the best guys I'm that just, throw the ball on the run. I know. That, that's that what I'm saying. accurate. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, Phil Rivers should uh, try and do that with his career. I'm oh. sorry, or, or Mason Rudolph, for that They're matter. they runners like Ben. When he came in, he was one of the toughest guys. That's that right. People forget that. But, but but my point is right. It's that play action, that boot action, and roll the guy. Like, why, why would you not make that the – How did Elway – that's the base, but why is it always? So we got to turn him in. He's got to. He's got to uh, be a pocket could, passer. Could, why? What, could what, Elway? What? Could Elway throw from the pocket? Heck yeah. Yeah, but it's where about, you become where the difference yeah. comes is when you when, when threat, you get him on the move. See, I think threat. it's the threat when you can do both. Mm. That teams have to prepare for so much more. Versus, if I know I got a pocket passer, a guy that cannot run. My rushes, we're going to blow up the middle of the pocket. I'm going to take that inside move, and I'm not worried if he gets out of the pocket. We're told to flush him out of the pocket so we can run him down. Because when you get guys off the spot, like a Peyton Manning or guys like that, when you get them off the middle, out of that spot and out of the pocket, the numbers go down. Their completion percentages go down. Like, they're not as good. When you get Aaron Rodgers, he's going to hurt you either way. Big Ben, Russell Wilson, those guys will hurt you either way. Even Drew Brees, he's a good – he's not – you know, he's not going to run as much, but the way he moves he in the pocket – He and Brady are good at that. They move within that box. That. Right. Right? Like, if, 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 you don't, if you don't have that, at some point, you're going to run yourself into an injury. It is interesting to watch both Brady and Breeze. They do have that. They anticipate it. Breeze they, is probably the best. They feel you. You can if you go back and watch it. You see the space that they jump into. They they see where the pass rush. You know is why going Breeze is the best too. What? Because he's the short. He's short. Ah, 
and he and if you watch him, his head is always up. Well, when his he's going to throw are, that deep ball, he always are, tilts his head back. It's always yeah. his eyes are his head and eyes are always up, and he's steady moving. Like he can see it, but he's not. He doesn't panic in the pocket. Most smaller quarterbacks, they're more comfortable when they get out. They want to get outside. They want to get outside because they can't see. But he has this unique ability to keep his head tilted and keep his eyes down the field, and he's accurate. Mm-hmm. Emma VP, is this going well for you? Yeah, this is really good. You like this show so far? Yeah. Good. I always like to try to check in because sometimes I think we're doing well, and she's like, no, this is boring. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like this is a little dry. No, no. like, actually, Dave, Terrific. I stopped recording this. Do you ever ask for any ago. input of, like, a topic that she might want to oh, talk about? No, no, That would only encourage more free thought. Of course <laughs> not, Willie. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. We, that we don't need. That we don't need. This isn't called the game. This isn't called the group thing. We're making this show great again, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. MOVP's our head writer. Of course she weighs in. Um, So you're happy with this so far, MOVP? No job. It's good stuff. Okay, here we go. Here's a uh, a pop quiz for you. I don't know if you have any game show music, but here we go. Quick pop quiz. Do you think we ask this around various holidays on the calendar? Oh, wow. She is good. Father's Day. Don't answer, handsome. Father's Day. Is it an American holiday or is it also celebrated in the UK? Of course, Christmas is celebrated in England. July 4th, obviously, is not celebrated there. In fact, Handsome. handsome, Song is God Bless America, right? You know, Handsome actually works on July 4th out of spite. Does he? He does. He does it as I, I like it. I think I think there's a nobility to yeah. it. I like that. It's always, Declaring like, my it's always like a chip when we yeah. get the, the Canadians or people from UK that come over. It just can't embrace it all the way. It's like nah. it, it's called independence. I'm calling it dependence. I heard somebody from the UK talk about the food. How much? How better the food is? Oh no, that's no. You made a mistake, Willie. Because handsome wants to argue without that one. Well, no, the food is better there. It's better in England. You, yeah, it's like I'm you never you, been there that. when you grew up. It's not better there. How's it better there? We we are the masters. The U.S. at, at worst, of course, has the, the masters. Sec- Carry on. <laughs> there we Carry on. <laughs> the by masters. The, by the way, we are going to need uh, the U.K. The golf and the rest time? of, uh, <laughs> uh, the, rest of uh, of the uh, of Europe to invade yes. at some point soon. <laughs> soon. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, that we're at worst the second best makers of every kind of food. Italy has the best Italian food, so, but America's got the second no, best. No, you guys, some, there are, you're right. There are some foods you got down. There are some that you haven't. Burgers? Wait, 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 can you get a burger in the UK? Carry on, Dave. Hurry up. What, what have you got? What are you <laughs> trying to say? That's a legitimate question. I wouldn't, you can get you said, a good burger in the UK. You can get a good burger yes, in the UK. What's All the right, best? I wouldn't Burgers are not difficult What's to make. What's the best That's cuisine not... in, in the UK that people, that just kills the US? And pop food! No, not pop Haggis! I would say where the... The, you know, the, the British Empire went into India. You can get fantastic Indian food made by real Indians in London, and you can't get great Indian food here. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not something you find in the U.S. I, I, I like good Indian food. All right, that's fine. I doubt you've ever had it. Wow. <laughs> well, if you've, had, if know, you've been I, relying on it In here, this sleepy little borough we live in called Los Angeles, they, they, <laughs> there are people from different parts of uh, of the globe that uh, provide there us with the various kind of food. All right, Willie. All right. Father's Day in the UK or no? How say you? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go with no. Emma VP. Yes. Handsome. Drum roll, please. Wow, she really had one back there as well. 
Um, Father's Day is in the yes. UK. You took now, it from us. Yes. Independence here's indeed. Here's an interesting no. thing. Yes. Mother's Day also in the UK, but on a different day. Huh. So I will sometimes send my mom a uh, a Mother's Day card, and she's like, "Why have you sent me this?" And then I have to make it. You know, every day is Mother's Day, mother. <laughs> um, but it's on a different date. But Father's Day is on the same day. Wow. Um. Uh, what else did I have to ask Willie about? Our time is uh, so limited. Do you have to go, Willie? If, when, when you have to go, you what go. What time is it, Emma? Emma VP, is it time for him to scram? You can stick around for a bit. we got a couple of minutes. Oh, really? Okay. Handsome. Anything you want to ask Willie about? I had some uh, thoughts. Wh- oh, I, here's what I was, was going to do. I, in uh, in honor of this auspicious occasion when we have uh, Handsome and Willie with us, I thought we would start what's become a little bit of a summer tradition here. Mm-hmm. You can, it, it's so easy, Willie. If you watch the free agency period, ooh, that team's going to be better. They just signed blank. Ooh, well, that makes them better. Ooh, and then the draft, they got that guy, that college. Oh, how can they fail? <laughs> the problem is, is that if you do that in, an, in a vacuum, you can do that with all Every 32 team. teams. That's there's the no, beauty of being an NFL no, fan, right? right Every no, year it looks a bit better. There's no Every team. Every team's going to win a Super Bowl. There's no team that you can look at and not think like, well, this team. And, and then hard knocks only exaggerates it further for that team. You never watch hard knocks and come they away. They usually do pretty good I, yeah, after well, hard knocks, the teams. That's true. I, I guess that's that's a new trend. They did. Then they, the, the Bucks last year were, were yuck. Like you watch that, oh, right. you watch that show. I and you thought, oh, that's going to be good, but actually the Bucks were not. Good. The Chiefs couldn't have been good the year that uh, it was the Brody Coyle versus. <laughs> I don't even remember who he was, a, who was a battling the guy? for the gig, but that was pretty bad. Yep. Was it Todd McNair? No. No. Anyway, that was a bad one. And Herm Edwards. The Dolphins were not particularly good when uh, when they. That's were. that's not what I want. They make the playoffs though. I don't want you doing like Willie. When you're the coach at USC, see, you have a level head. You really do. I, I, I. You know how I go up and down over the course of a season with my team. You're kind of like level head. You're like, well, well, you know, well, you got to say, well, we'll see how it goes. You're, 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 you're cool and calm. And I've in fact watched you with professional football players, and you command a different level of respect. Like when you start talking. All the other guys are like, well, Willie knows what he's talking about. You listen to what Willie says. I appreciate that. Well, but that's true. I mean, you surely sense that, that there's a different reaction to you. Even, you know, in NFL media, when we sit in the green room, the fellas sit around there, we laugh, we chop it up, and then Willie starts talking, and then it's like, well, well, Willie says it, then that's the law. I don't know if that's Right? That is kind I, of I don't know. If you don't buy that? Yeah, uh, that's true. I'm not I'm not I think just, there's a mutual respect of I'm not brown-nosing with you. That I think did, that's true. I did. I didn't say, but uh, that – guys that's been in certain situations when they speak about it you can respect it that's right you know the recurring story is is that willie mcginnis would say you know like get their guys get hot on the field like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you know i'm gonna hurt you badly or whatever i'm gonna do this or that to you as soon as the game's over with and then but then willie mcginnis stepped in and said like well if you're gonna do that though you just should know like i have to take care of my teammate and that means that i have to get in the way too and they're like okay the situation's over with it was really like something out of a movie Oh well, Willie's involved now, but I got no beef with you, Willie. Because I try, I try to dismantle the situation. Yeah, like, take, well, take that's the what temperature down a couple notches. Yeah, and I and I tell him like, this is my teammate, and it shouldn't go this far. But he's whatever he did, he's gonna come over like a man, and he's gonna address it and apologize and do whatever. So if we can, if we can, you know, if we can walk away and, and everything's okay, but you know, at the end of the day, I gotta have his back. So. If this gets out of hand, then everybody's going to be involved, including me. 
Did you? And, and I don't the, want to. I don't want to. I don't want it to go this way. Fun. Right. In oh. the huddle, did you? What? What kind of conversation? Were you all business, or did you ever get into? No, we had fun, man. You we, did in the we, huddles. We, we had fun. We talked trash. We challenged each other. We like went how? off. We like went how? off on each other. On my, each other, in the like you talked trash yeah. to someone on your own team. Yeah. Well, other people too, but right. guys on our own team, like if something didn't happen or they didn't get a call, we would jibber jabber back right. at each other. Like, listen up, just because everybody held each other accountable. Nobody was thin-skinned in, in the huddle with us. And if you was, too bad. Mm-hmm. Because, we, you know, even when I messed up, guys would get, get in my ear and get, <laughs> get to talking. Like, Rodney Harrison was the biggest habitual hit-you-in-the-back type of guy there was. Like, yep. you'd, be, you'd be on a tackle and he'd come flying, pow, in the back. <laughs> and I used to get so mad. I'd be like, Rodney. You are hitting me. You are not hitting the guy. <laughs> Keep your head up and look at what you're hitting. You, he shut up. I'm trying to make a play. And he just start going off, and I just be like, "Bye, Rodney." I'm not gonna argue with you, bro. But I got bruises on the back of my back from Rodney after games because he's coming in like a torpedo. Just he just wants to hit something. He's not even in the play. Play's almost over. And it's usually us. Did people ever talk stuff to you from the other team? Yeah, really? all the time. All the time. I'm surprised by that. Well, well you're bigger. I well, mean, even, I would even say in earlier, a world of would, big guys, you're bigger. I would say earlier, earlier in my career, like first couple of years. and Like what, cut your hair? No, nah, they would talk trash. You know, the linemen would do <laughs> stuff in the piles. You were one of those long piles. hair. That was, no, that was later. That was 2000. Oh, it was. When yeah. you went long hair mid-career. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's first Super Bowl, 2001. I heard that, yeah, I've heard from uh, pro football players that things go on at the bottom of those piles. Sometimes. Yeah, and it's like unnecessary. And that's what drives me crazy. Or back in the day before they had all the rules in place, guys will come, you know, they'll cut you from behind, you know, they take out, try to go out to your knee. That stuff set me off. And I would hunt you down after that. Like, it was a problem. That's the thing that seems like was something from a movie. Like, if there's an actual pro football game being played, that guys are like, by the end of this game, I'm going to get you. Oh, yeah. How do you have time oh, yeah. to focus on oh, yeah. getting a guy? Interceptions? Like, with interceptions moment, or turnovers? To go look at oh, yeah. Oh, then, Boop, yeah. Like, yeah. you're, looking, that you're, you're go? going after him. <laughs> there he is. Full speed. Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody ever apologize in advance of that and say, like, please don't? Do what you're thinking of doing to me, Willie. No, they would, we would like some guys were kind of cool about it, but there are a lot of like the play is a lot cleaner than what it used to be. They've cleaned the game up. Even in your day, yeah. it, it was clean. I mean, that was no, it's cleaner now. Cleaner now, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, when I came in, it was the wild, wild west. Anything goes. Who was the dirtiest? It was the lineman. Stussy was one of the dirtiest guys. He was the lineman. There's a couple other linemen. There's a lineman from San Diego we used to always get into it with. Uh, There's a guy who wore number 37 well, for the Patriots. Well, I mean, he was on my side, so I didn't. <laughs> dirty as Unless you want. Unless he was hitting you. Yeah, dirty as you want. Um, <laughs> Denver, we thought they were dirty just because of how they went after your knees. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. That's it, so it, it, right. It was, part of, it, was part of your, it was part of their system. But, I mean, even on reverses, and you, you'd be going – their pillback, they were going low. Like a blindside pillback, you're going low at the knee. To me, that was, that was just dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, and but that was part of their blocking system. Ah, oh, I love the stories about what happens in the huddle and what to who who talks stuff. Man, it was you know, it's, there's a lot of things. It, there's always games within the game going on. Um, all right, I want to tell you guys something. Uh, this so uh, uh, amidst all this uh, optimism that happens each and every year for all 32 teams. Oh, our team may win the Super Bowl. May and then the Eagles and stories like that make it make it. 
seem well if they could go we could do it you act like it was a cinderella story the eagles did have the number one seed throughout the entire playoffs nick falls was the qb it doesn't matter of course it it doesn't matter of course it matters it Wait, you're not talking matter. about the playoffs, though. You're talking about the whole season. Because that season, they weren't necessarily Their like season, that. they were good. Yeah, no, I no, know. but I'm but saying they were at the beginning. This season. time yeah, last what year. What was their season? Like, what was their 14 and 2. They were 13 and 2. 13 and 3, 14 and 2. But I'm saying, like, if we were sitting It wasn't losing room, a lot of games, Well, guys. by the way, Willie, I picked them to win in, in and early, August. And, and, and early in the season, don't forget, Carson Wentz, Everybody was saying he was going to be the the, the MVP. The MVP. Sure. So no, they no, were I'm saying if he was early. sitting here in June last year, there weren't many people saying the Eagles are going to win. Wait the Super just Bowl. a minute. I'm not no, going to sit by because right. in that division, a lot of people right. thought the Giants, the Giants, or the was, Cowboys yeah, had been good be the year before. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to sit here and take. Oh, it's all right, Dave. Okay. I said the Eagles well, in trumpet. August. Quick, quick. That's right. You I said. Did. That's right. I did. You said the Eagles. You yes. did say the Eagles would win the division. That's true. But really? that. But like you. But did you say you weren't like. They, they're so good, they're going to win the division, they could even win the Super Bowl. I did not think that no. they could win you the Super Bowl. You thought they might come I didn't out think they could win. Six. I did not think they would win two playoff games and the Super Bowl against the Patriots with right. Nick Foles. As I didn't think they were going to win a division. I thought I said that they were I said they would be in the mix for the division because I think they had gotten way better. But everybody thought the Giants, the way they finished, was just going to go out and just be – and in Dallas was what thirteen and three the year, mm-hmm. so you just like man, it's going to be tough. But I, I think I thought they were. Compete. That's because people don't pay attention to the Jason Garrett season long roller coaster. It's one season good, one season bad. Since Jason Garrett got there, look at look look at how they oh. do. Which means twenty eighteen should should be they good. should look up for them. All right, here it is. I'm going to tell you now. Okay. This is courageous on my part. I'm going to tell you one team, and we'll break them down for you as we move along here. I am ready to now announce. One team that is absolutely positively not going to the playoffs Ooh. from the 2018 NFL season. And that team that is – That were in the playoffs? No, no. This is anybody. I'm just oh. telling you because everybody's optimistic right now, Willie. Okay. Okay, so now you're, you're here to bring people down. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, listen. That's what you're good at. You carry ultimately, on. Ultimately, that's – you know what? That's the, the that's true love, that I can be honest with you. Okay. Like. Although I don't love this team. I don't have really any real emotions for them. But drum roll, if you please, Emma VP. <laughs> the New York football giants will not make the playoffs in 2018. Ooh. There you have it. I know a lot of people are excited. Oh, we fixed the defense up. Well, we addressed the offensive line. That was our, our big uh, problem. Now we have Saquon Barkley. He's going to be a stud. Here's why they're going to miss the playoffs, fellas. You ready for this? Yep. Here's how it starts. At home against the Jaguars with Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin, you think they're going to be hungry after that? After their loss up in Foxborough? They're, you, Coughlin, homecoming, he's going to want to stick it to the Giants. He knows how to take care of Eli with that great defense. That great defense is the best in pro football, maybe even better than the, New England, than the uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, a few years ago. Perhaps the greatest defense we've seen in the 21st century. Mm. Home loss, crowd boos as they leave the field. Eli's oh, finished. That's oh. week one. You're awfully confident in Blake Bortles not throwing four interceptions. Then they're – the Giants' defense isn't that good. At the Cowboys, at the Texans, that's one and one probably, two trips to Texas. Home to the Saints, at the Panthers, and then home with the uh, with the defending champion Eagles. Then at the Falcons. What are they, two and four at that point? One, two, three, oh. four, five. They're two and, f- t- uh, two and f- uh, five at that point, right? 
This is not a playoff team. They're in a division with the Eagles. The Eagles are not suddenly going to fall off a cliff. They may not have as much good fortune, but they're not going to turn into complete garbage. I think the Skins have a weird chance of being kind of decent, or at least better than they were a year ago. And as I already mentioned to you, the Cowboys, this Ooh. is a year where they rise back up a little bit at least. Willie McGinnis, how say you? Wow. It's tough to predict these things before – you take into account all the injuries and all the things that happen in camp True. and after preseason. But it is a tough schedule. I think the first six games, like you mentioned, seven games are tough. They Half could, the they, season. They could possibly be three and three in the first first six games. But here's what's also going to happen, Willie. The Boo Birds are going to come out. That's the extra layer. Yeah, but you know what? They're going to be Boo Eli. We need a different QB. But it's not going to be about Eli because now you do have Saquon. So it's going to change things. So now when you go up against that offense, if you don't account for this man, he he, he could be a problem. If he's everything that he's advertised to be, he could change things for Eli. He could open up things for Eli. And offensively, they have weapons. They have a young tight end, uh, Ingram, and – um, they should be good with Sterling Shepard and Odell. Right. Odell is, will be playing if not if he doesn't have a contract. I, I, I think he'll have a contract by week one, right? If not, he's going to be a man on a mission. And I think Eli, what happened to him last year, what he went through, and Gettleman and this and this and this staff taking a chance on him and saying because they didn't go get a quarterback, right? Maybe they'll go to Baltimore and take away. No, I'm just saying, like, they showed some confidence in him. So there's going to be a lot of guys with a chip on their shoulder that are motivated. You know, the defense didn't perform at a high level last year. They went down from a year before. So it's it's going to be tough. It's hard to look at a piece of paper and just mark off wins. But I agree with that. I, I, I hear you on that. I will say that I think – I think they will have a shot to be in the playoffs. I, I think I'm going to go against the grain on that one. Right, well, so, I mean, that ultimately what that exhibits is that Dave has more courage. You know? Well, no, I mean, Dave, like what you did is you read Dave the first – Dave says this is 100%. You read the first six weeks. You didn't look at the next – Eight weeks. Well, they have, but, but by then they the have the Redskins. They have, no, not at all. Season. If they go, if they're three and three through six weeks, they got the Redskins, the Niners, the Bucks, the Eagles again, the Bears, the Redskins again, the Titans, the Colts, the Cowboys. You're right. It's a tough start. And again, you never know what happens. <laughs> but that is not a tough November, but once December. You get the two, but true or false? The last eight once games you, are not tough. Once you get to two and five, though, and, and especially in a town like New York where everybody, Eli's finished, Eli's – what, what are, where are the wins out of those first seven games that you see? I mean, what the I, I mean, I would I feel pretty confident that a road team like the Jags will give Eli all sorts of issues. I mean, that that that's that they're going to be able to unless Barkley, I guess you know maybe he makes this huge splash in Week One and what a I, run game what a run game will do for them is it will keep some of these offenses off the field. We saw that with Dallas when they got their running back right. Their defense had less plays. They didn't get better. Statistically, the numbers didn't shoot up. They didn't get more turnovers. Any They just had less plays, which helped. The time of possession helped. Um, and you could control the game a little bit more. So definitely against these high-powered offenses like the Saints, like the Falcons that can run off 30 points in a heartbeat, 
you want to control the ball. You want to play them different. You don't want to get into a shootout with those guys. And I don't think the Giants have to do that anymore with the personnel that they have. And I think their head coach understands that, that now you could play a different style. This, this game doesn't have to solely rest on Eli's shoulders anymore. Mm. So All I right, you take I get adva- you on that. I think you take advantage of that. By and then, the way, at the Falcons, uh, when I see that, uh, talk about chip on your shoulder and all that, the Falcons are an interesting team to me in 2018 because they're perceived to have had a down 2017 after the 28-3 to and everything. They won double-digit games and went to the playoffs and did. had the Eagles beaten. If Julio catches that ball at the end, the January and February look quite different, obviously. That was a down year. Dan Quinn, he's got the pieces now. He's got he's got that front seven, I I think, looking the way Defense he probably – played actually better. Better than the offense last year. Yeah, I, I think that team. Beware! I like yeah, the be Panthers a lot. I like the Saints a lot. I even like the Buccaneers potential following the model of the Eagles. That that front, the their defensive front is right. now absolutely loaded and ready to take off. And just, that division is so is so rugged. But beware them Falcons. See, what we don't take into account is the injury bug. That yeah, Bucks right. defense, sure. not last year, but the year prior, they finished the second half of the season the best defense in the league. The best defense. Hmm. They still fell short one game. So when you lost last year, when they lost Quan Alexander, Levante, David, like when you have injuries, it's hard to, regardless of what it looks like in the beginning, it's like it's a tough season. So, you know, that's a that's an interesting team. I picked them as one of the breakout teams coming into last year. Hmm. And with all the injuries and the up and down with their quarterback, he's been inconsistent. You know, it's tough. Handsome. Do you agree with me or with Willie about the Giants? See, not that Willie put the Giants in, but he's not re- ready to close. I'm to not taking them, them out. I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not willing to to take them out of the playoff race at this point. I think there's a, like a dozen other teams. I would say before I got to the Giants, are not. If you want to throw playoff. one out right now, we'd love to hear it in the spirit of our little. Uh, well, I mean, I could I could do an easy one, but but I mean, like I'm going to tell do you, do an the, easy the, one. I'd love to hear your easy. Browns aren't going to make the playoffs. You know, there's a lot of buzz about wow. them making a run, but. but I, I, I'm with I you. think they're going to be a lot with better. With the best receiving gonna... core in the league? And this best receiving <laughs> core jazz. And, and yeah. How about Todd Haley? <laughs> Maybe this they is look the best good quarterback on room I've ever been in. Shots right. at your boy. Is he talking about? But Shots at your boy. That's exactly what that's about. Boy. He could, though, conceivably be talking about the feng shui well, of the we room. Know, we like know. It's the best QB room. Yeah. We know who we talk. What ridiculousness! What See, that's that. Well, you know what that says to me. Why really? is it ridiculous? Why is it ridiculous? When we're talking about your guy. A bit, no, but what's ridiculous about? I know what it's about. It's ridiculous because what it indicates to me is that the Pittsburgh Steelers have taken up residency in the Cleveland Browns' head once again. That's what I mean. That that he feels like he has to say that in a public forum is ridiculous. I just said he Why was taking his it? shot. I get it, right, <laughs> right. So he seems petty, and that seems uh, that seems unnecessary. I'm waiting on Ben to say, "Hey, you know, this is the best offense I've been in in the last six years." <laughs> you know, all right. Listen, but, but but to my point though, Willie, and I don't want to belabor it, but who did his team more damage? Roethlisberger by belly aching, and now they have Mason Rudolph. Hold or on, your on, pal hold Brady, hold on. Who, who scared the Garoppolo out of town. Now he lives scared on the other. Out. You know what Brady lives did on the you, other coast now. You know now Brian Hoyer scared him to a hundred and thirty million dollar contract. I know. Huh? Are fine, but Brian Hoyer is now the backup <laughs> and you, QB. And then you know what Brady people. did? He he decided to sit out OTA so Hoyer could take all the snaps. Oh come on, Brian! See, he's getting him. He's helping <laughs> him, he's helping him get experience in the. Hoyer was there before. 
Uh, uh, it's and, not his first rodeo in New England. He was there before. All right, so instead of uh, Wentz going down at the end of the regular season, Brady goes down at the end of uh, the 2017. Let's do, not let's not. Do the talk. Patriots? Do the Patriots do that and get to the no. Super Bowl? No, no, of course they don't. Not Ryan Hoyer. Hoyer's not the answer. Not Hoyer, no. Right, the Steelers have Mason Rudolph, but Roethlisberger you know t- chirps I, a little bit, and that's I it. I hate to say that because when Brady missed those four games, everybody, oh, it's over, it's doomed. You probably said they're going to be one I, and three. I think you gave them a low grade. They started off. I don't remember what I said. To I be think, honest with yeah, you. yeah, I think you said, "Oh, no, I want to win one game." You don't tell what I. You're the just next saying thing that. you know. No, I, I know. <laughs> you. That's the kind of thing you would say. <laughs> next thing you know, look it up, MVP, three and one. Please, I don't think I did say that. You never know. And everybody's ready to trade Brady. Oh, get rid of Brady. They don't need him. What about, uh, Willie, who would you rather have? Last question for you for the next two seasons. Next two seasons, Tom Brady or Jimmy Garoppolo? And and either way, the backup is Brian Hoyer. I'm going to say Tom Brady. Really? Even though he essentially announced – here's what I heard when he said – when he said retirement, listen to this carefully. When he said retirement is uh, it's imminent, is closer than it is far it away. Is. He said it is. It is. That was the. That's. It I don't is. know why they pulled that quote out. It's Every like, year, hey, you play I'm past I'm, forty. Right. Yes, it is. I'm 19 years into my NFL career. Okay. Retirement is closer than the start of the career. Yeah, yeah, it is. Two things. Two things about that. One. I like how you're both uh, being obtuse about honest. Like what he We're means. Being honest, honest. About no, it. you're no. <laughs> And and two, what else is what else has become painfully clear? And Emma, support me on this. Handsome is desperate for Willie to like him, right? <laughs> Just agrees with him on everything, right? Yeah, what? that is. You're onto something. I love coming. Will with, you I like love, me, Willie? I love. When I, haven't, he comes I haven't said here. that exactly, but I love when he when he's here because there's another another guy with a level head that mm. thinks outside of Pittsburgh. Right. I that's a, that not thinks, a fair charge. You said a guy. Okay, the Jimmy question, right? Right. We have a six-game sample size. I, I no, no, no. Uh, okay. We're just um, facts. Right. I just want to lay the facts down. Okay. We've got a guy that in his last two years was in a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, that won a Super Bowl, was the runner-up to the MVP. Threw for 500 yards. That was, the, that, losing that, that was the league's MVP last year, right? Was in a Super Bowl. The year before – Won a Super Bowl, should have been the league MVP, but was the Super Bowl MVP. And you're telling me to go with a guy who looks like he's going to be the guy at some point off of six games. You're now telling me who's throw, got a chip on his shoulder? Willie, no, no. Willie, you, because I'm just I, saying, didn't you're me to, I didn't even you're say You're telling me to throw all that away. <laughs> I didn't tell you to do that. I asked you. That's I know why you, you have the chip but I know on why you, I know why you asked me. No, what I was getting <laughs> at is that, no, the reason I asked you is because I thought maybe you would say, like, well, we don't even know if Brady's going to play after this season. That was why I said the two-year thing. I thought you might. I'm going to leave you with this. If he wins his six. Say it with me. Six. That, that would be that, – then that would mean Super the Patriots Bowl. have as many Lombardis as the Steelers, which yeah. they don't currently. Well, Brady has more than anybody in the last 30 years of Pittsburgh to get. Okay? So, we can't go before these guys were born. We got to go with the guys that are playing now. Mm-hmm. Um, Only because of the generosity of Drew Yeah, because I heard Ben say something earlier. His comment it was, oh, we're trying to break a record with the most Lombardis ever. Ben, you wasn't born. When those guys were Bradshaw and those guys were Mean Joe and those guys were when you wasn't around, you can't take you can't let's not put that in your in your saddle. Those are not yours. 
That's the franchises, those organizations. But I can put them in go, my saddle. Going right? for it, yes, you can. Thank you. Um, I think there will be a walk off if he wins this year a Super Bowl. I think this it won't be forty five years old. I think he'll walk off and say, "The game's been amazing to me, and now I'm going to figure something else out." Now I'm going to. Do you go think look. he would have done if they'd won this year? I think there was a chance. I think there was a chance. That's the way to go out, right? Didn't pay. No, you cut. He, what, Payton I, didn't even funny, play. I was standing Payton. in the tunnel, and he was the first. Belichick ran in. He ran in mm-hmm. after the Super Bowl, and that was almost my first thought: is oh, he's definitely not retiring now. Right. He looked Every, so disappointed and so angry, upset. like this was not how things were supposed like to. Like he go. went straight from there to work out. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I, I, that was really cool moment where I felt like I should not be, they should not be letting Dave Damashek where I, I, at the Super Bowl, as the Patriots are filing back out onto the field right after, I don't even remember who the, oh, Justin Timberlake had come off to say, they're walking by me, at, you know, I mean, I could, I could grab Belichick if I wanted to and Brady Lucky and didn't. like, hey, go, <laughs> to wish him luck. Oh, Bill, 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 wait. Good luck, fellas. Good luck, <laughs> go get him in the second half. I, I could have done any of those things, but I didn't. But, I mean, the looks on their face, it was crazy to have that moment. And there was not a peep as 60 or 70 human beings filed past me one by one. And Tom looked uh, – I, the look on him, I thought, oh, he's going he's gonna to rally them now. They're going to come back, and they're going to smoke the Eagles in the second half when you saw that. I misread Tom's face that day. <laughs> this time, though, I, uh, I didn't read – I didn't misread Willie McGinnis. I'm on to your games. Chip on the shoulder. Now, you want me to take Jen? I don't care what you tell you. Tell, I asked you a question. You be your own man, Willie. You know? I'm. You know what? In spite of the topsy-turvy emotions here on this day, I, I'm still willing, if you want me to, to, to blow in a call to Lynn Swan at uh, USC and put in a good word for you. Would you like that? You can call Lynn and, and, and see how he's doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quite fine here, but if, you, I know. if you're trying to kick me out, I thought I, don't, no. I, thought I was going to, you know, I thought we were going to make some more appearances on the show. And you're a worthy out. adversary for me, Willie. Okay. I just want to hang out. I just want my name on the wall. Wow. If I'm a VP, when I'm back to where That's we started. All. I just here. want my name on the wall. <laughs> you you and got I, it. Hey, yeah. you know what, Emma? Yes. If I get my name on the wall, I might just walk off into the sunset. That will be the moment. Then Dave will be whole, happy. You'll leave him yeah, happy. Yeah. Can right. I have a whole Cleveland I'll leave Browns my legacy. Wing. I'll leave my legacy just going around the Dave <laughs> Demersack podcast. Sean O'Hara She's and Willie McGinnis on the same day. The Cleveland Browns wing opens up on the, on the wall of fame. It's going to be a grand occurrence. And uh, I feel like uh, this show was grand as well. Handsome. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed Felt, it. You, yeah, you enjoyed it was actually yourself? better than The Incredibles too. Really? Yep. Do you think that uh, your Dolphins, the Jets, or the Bills pose any threat whatsoever to the 2018 Patriots ring? That's the greatest thing that they that Tom Brady ever got, right? Was getting put in that division. Getting put or drafted? You know what I mean. Yeah. But you, yeah, I mean, that, that definitely you know that the, you know that the, the, the football gods. Can I just tell you, when he came in that, that division, the quarterbacks that were in that division? Jim Kelly. Uh, Vinny Testaverde? Peyton okay. Manning. Peyton Manning with the Colts. Marino. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I think it was Boomer. It was at the that time. long ago. And Boomer with the Jets, huh? No, Brady actually came in when those guys, some of those guys were. Yeah, Maria. That's when I came. That was when you came. (laughs) I tried. I tried. (laughs) Oh, one more thing. One more thing. I'm sorry. And then that's really got to be because you mentioned it a half hour ago. Okay. Win, play, show. In your career, the toughest quarterbacks you ever had to sack. By the way, you're on total. Start with me or You're on total access. You're on total access with Michael Robinson. Right. Get this, Willie. We've talked to not one, 
but two high-end pro football players. A.J. Hawk was uh, was drafted very high, won a ring with the Packers, and, uh, and, of course, toiled for Ohio State in advance of his time with the Packers. Cliff Averill played at Purdue before he won uh, his ring with, uh, with Seattle. I, I asked that question to them. They said, I got to go back to college. Michael Robinson of Penn State's the toughest guy I ever had to sack. Really? Isn't that crazy? I mean, good for him. He was, but I mean, I was like, of all, all like Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, whatever. No, they played against. The, they they went back to college. Isn't that something? Wow, toughest cube. Go ahead now with that uh, with that uh, information. You can tell Mike Rob that if you want. Toughest QB. It's seven, isn't it? Is that running? I just trying to track well, down. Well, how are you measure that? You know, it's Vic oh, trying to trying to. That's seven. <laughs> Ben, Vic, Montana, Aikman, Marino, Kelly, Moon. Now you're just young. dropping. Warren Moon wasn't hard to sack. Young. I mean, you you All right. I can keep going, man. Like I, I Peyton mean, Manning. Peyton Manning was not hard to sack. He wasn't gonna sack him because he was getting rid of the he ball. Got rid of the ball. Like it's this there's like I can give you like how many how Joey many Hall Porter of Famers sacked him in uh, the divisional round of odd five. Yeah, I got him a bunch, but I mean he got away a lot just based right. on knowing that. Um, I know that's a lot of good names you just listed. The the uh, I can keep going. It's the win, okay. Mike Vick is the hardest guy you ever had to try. Mike Vick, yeah, because you can't you can't just you got to be under control. Or else you know, so your guys. O'Donnell Seven. wasn't hard, but Slash was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty good. I'm saying, I'm taking you back. You, you see how that smile? You're going <laughs> – until, until they got to the Super Bowl and had to play against those Cowboys, and that was – No, that was that, that was Neil O'Donnell. That's what I said, they, O'Donnell oh, yeah. and Slash. They, they should have com- that They one. were a combination. That's right. Like Lamar Jackson and Flacco, maybe. You never know. You there may get goes. the same stuff. One of my greatest disappointments <laughs> in my uh, athletic career was watching the Patriots in Heinz Field in uh, January of '02. That one, that one haunts me to this day. Cordell Terry. How do we always get back to the Patriots? Because that's you know, I think you know why. Oh, that's what, uh, by the way, that's when you had the dreads hanging braids. out. The braids, braids. never dreads. Out of the, ba- braids. the back of the hat there. You guys remember? That was the worst game you remember ever. being this when Pete Carroll was there at your, at, at Pittsburgh? We've talked about that. The, the opening drive. Cordell. You Cordell know, goes around the right side. Goes up. We got the a sideline. penalty earlier because we hit somebody out of bounds, and he was tiptoeing. Thought he was going to go out, and he tiptoed all the way to the end zone. What final score was 7-6? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> the first drive. We couldn't score. Yeah, we, the Steelers were a dominant team. Yeah, we, two field goals. Yeah, and that's when you had that ugly, weird blue jersey. But didn't Zolak start it too, right? Is that true? I think Zolak had to Whoa. come in for blood zone or something. Something happened. Oh. It was a bad day. Yeah, so that what? January like about 7-6. 7-6 yeah, is not a good game. A, a, a week after the football gods decide to, to make the tuck rule work in your favor, then wow. you come in, then Whoa. you come in, and Troy, uh, 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 Josh Miller, remember it's 0-0, and the Steelers are backed up against their own goal line, and Josh Miller boots one, glorious, up the left uh, up the left sideline, and it bounces the Steelers' way and goes all the way down to the Patriots' uh, ten yard line. And so now the field is flipped in a tight er, in a tight game early on. And uh, Troy Edwards, the Steelers' first round bust, playing on special teams, <laughs> comes from out of bounds and goes back out onto the field to make the tackle on Troy Brown getting a flag, so he punts it again, Josh Miller does, backed up even further, right in midfield. Troy Brown returns at 7 nothing Patriots. But the Troy ref- had a good game. 
I, I don't care. He balled out. I think he matter. blocked the. I think he blocked the punt or something too. Like something, I, it was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, every fluke in the world went <laughs> went your way that day. But also the referees misspotted the ball because when he first punted it, he was on the left hash, but then they misspotted it right dead center in the field so Josh Miller couldn't reach the sideline. That's why Troy Brown fielded the ball. That's why you won that day, sir. Can directional punt, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So, Vic, then slash. The second toughest no, you ever I, had to say. There's, Young was tough. Um Steve Young, that's a good I'm trying one. to think of, like, guys that were mobile, that were shifty, too, that can throw the ball. Oh, Elway. Oh, I was going to say, Elway. but was he by the yeah. end? Of, by the, I forgot by the Elway. End? I didn't even mention him. Yep. Is he ahead of Vic? As far as athleticism, nobody's ahead of Vic that I played against. Vic, one. Elway, two. Um, Steve Young, three. That's a pretty prodigious well, career. Just because he was a mover in the pocket. Like, those guys could move. You know who else was kind of tough? Brunel was kind of tough to get. You don't, you know what's clear is you don't like the lefties. I think Handsome could elude you, in mm, other words. Yeah. He might be able to take care of business. <laughs> oh, I could go for another hour with these kind of questions. Thanks for the time, Willie McGinnis and Handsome Hank Hodgson. Terrific stuff. By the way, we're doing a little competition, Willie. We're going to see. He was a great cricket player in the U.K., was Handsome. I thought we were going to do the pies again. Well, we're doing that. We too. can do the pies, too. And and uh, David Carr has a whip on him. Ooh. And Cole Wright was a baseball pitcher, as you know. We're going to yeah, see who has everybody. the best arm. Oh. We're gonna see. He does tell everybody. Each of the three right. is going to play the that. other guy's thing. See, how, see if David Carr can really throw that baseball in the cricket, whatever you call it, the cricket ball. object. It's a ball. It's a ball. All right. A ball. I'm going with Hanson. There you go. Well, look. We're going handsome. Look at what a great – this was a Seal. successful DDFP because it brought <laughs> Handsome and Willie McGinnis closer together. So, on that count, at least, we were successful. We'll be back with uh, with another episode for you later on in the week. 455 and Handsome and Emma VP and everybody else here on the DDFP. We'll talk to you later. Go listen to the Rams show from camp last week. And it's been a thin slice of heaven. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling – tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you it's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.